Hi, this is Devin, and welcome to the More with Devin Show. This is your podcast where I'll help you understand how to easily release body fat, how to stay consistent with your nutrition, and how to develop a successful mindset for weight loss in an effortless way. If your goal is to lose belly fat, tone up, lose weight, or take your nutrition and fitness to the next level, this is your one-stop shop for all your needs. In this show, I will be answering your questions and helping you through your journey. If you have any questions, there's a link below where you can submit. Enjoy. Remember what the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. What's up, guys? We got another More With Devin show today. Uh, we're going to keep this thing rolling, keep doing what we're doing, hopefully bring some value to you guys, bring some something of benefit. Um, so we're going to do a little, some questions that I had submitted first, and then we're going to talk about some things in reference to, um, you know what I'm saying, you know, training like an athlete and living like a boss. All right, so here we go. So to get this started, uh, the first question that we have, uh, it says, uh, if someone asked you 10 years ago, if you have what it takes to get your pro card, what would you have said? So 10 years ago, you know what I'm saying? I just got into, into fitness and, um, you know, when I was working, I've always been an athlete, you know, since I was a little kid, but got into like actually, you know, bodybuilding and working out in that kind of perspective. And, you know, actually, you know, one of my, uh, my coach, Omar Ventura, you know, way back then, he, you know, he saw that I had that kind of potential, even though at the time I didn't think that I did. And, um, you know, I did my first show, like, I think it was like, you know, 2013. And, um, um, you know, I was like a skin, skinny, you know what I'm saying? And actually what's crazy, I'll kind of, you know, be a little transparent. You know, the first show that I did, um, I had no clue what I was doing, but I saw, man, these guys from the, from the West Coast, you know, toward Woodward, um, and uh, Johnny Sebastian, you know what I'm saying? These are some of like the OG uh, men's physique guys. I saw these guys, man, and, uh, you know, they're over here living their life, doing their thing, like, you know, making it happen on all levels in life and got these awesome physiques. And, um, you know, and, you know, saw, you know, it was kind of a wave going, like fitness and people getting in shape. And at the time, you know, I had me some nice abs, you know, I got to a place where I was feeling good about myself. And then I said, you know, I'm going to do a show. And um, actually, at the time, man, you know, I wasn't making a lot of money, didn't really have a lot of knowledge on even anything. Bodybuilding never had even been to a bodybuilding show. And, um, um, you know, so I ended up like prepping for this show, you know, just focusing on trying to get lean. Really didn't know what I was doing at all. But, you know, the biggest thing is I made the decision to show up and I stepped on the stage and, you know, didn't have a, a tan, didn't know, didn't know I needed to shave any of this stuff, didn't know how to pose anything but i like i said man like i felt all this anxiety all this fear but i took that step i remember you know driving to the show and on a real level man like like dang they're about to cry because i'm like man i'm about to be humiliated i don't know what i'm doing but man i just did it you know what i'm saying i got got on that stage and from there man it, it, it was a life-changing thing and um it, you know let me see that i had potential and um i just let that potential little by little you know continue to grow and I continue to open myself up to opportunities and circumstances that could be a benefit to me. And, um, you know, here I am now, you know, IVB Pro. But first I had to take that step, that leap of faith and move towards something that I didn't really have great understanding of. And, um, you know, so it was that small step that, you know, put that thought into my mind that it was possible. So to answer that question, did I know that I would become a pro 10 years ago? Uh, you know, not so much, but it's the, you know the embodiment of who I, who I chose to be throughout that time period. And little by little, man, when you make those decisions to say yes to, you know, your heart, 
as my son Amari says, um, you, you start to find a way to create that reality that you see in your mind. And um, it starts to become like a vibration that is like clear and true. And you start to see the evidence that is possible. You know, the first time that I did a, you know, a national show, I actually ended up getting, you know, last place pretty much. So like, let's just say, you know, there's 40, 50 people in your class or, or, or whatever, 40, 40 people in your class. And um, after the top 15, they don't actually judge you anymore. So like you just see 16th, 16th after the 15th, you know, placing. And, you know, I got, you know, 16th. I was in the 16th placing. So I didn't, you know, get judged, you know, you know, particularly like I'm from a legitimate place. So, you know, I pretty much got last place. And, um, you know, so I remember being at that show thinking to myself, like, man, you know, one day, if I can really believe in myself, I was backstage and seeing all these amazing physiques, feeling like, you know, I'm not meant to be there. And, um, um, you know, but I remember thinking in my mind, like, man, you know, one day when I really believe, I know that I can become a pro. I know that I can do this, but I got to find a way to believe in myself. And um, through, you know, taking that action, getting out of my comfort zone, you know, failing forward, realizing what I got to work on, I just grew into the person that I am today. And, you know, uh, when I got my pro card, it was as though I already knew when I stepped off the plane and my boys, you know, Jay Johnson and Jason Johnson and Colin and uh, Law, you know, they, these guys are top level dudes. They saw me and it was like, it's, it's over with. It's a wrap. You got this pro card. And I remember going down, you know, down, you know, backstage and it's like some of the top physiques, you know what I'm saying, on a national level um, in this one room. And I could feel the energy, man. Like people, I'm walking around. People looking at me like this guy, he ready. And, you know, and then I got into my class, you know, a group of guys that were out, that I would compete against, compete against, compete against in my class for, you know, for my pro card. I felt like on a real level, man, I felt like I was at a local show. The, the vibe that I felt like, man, these dudes, you know, I don't see too many people who, gonna, who can really mess with me. So, I mean, I, you know, pumped up and, you know, as we little by little, because lots of people. So we gradually moving towards, you know, the, to get on stage and, you know, saying ultimate confidence, feeling like awesome about myself, feeling the belief, you know what I'm saying? I got the, I'm lean, my physique is looking good, posing's on point. And I remember, man, you know, right before it's time for us to get on stage, a little doubt came into my mind and um, I started to question everything. And man, I just remember I like took a deep breath and I was like, man, like I put too many years in, like I'm gonna go up there and just be myself. And like, if what I am ain't enough, I know that I did everything I can to be able to, you know, be at the best that I can be today. So, man, I went up there and I was posing like I was Michael Jackson, boy, like smooth, like killing it. Just doing like posing like I never posed before. Confidence, my energy just exuding on that stage. And then, you know, it's time for us to, uh, for them to call out the, you know, the first call out. So pretty much first call, let's just say, I think it's maybe 30 some people in my class. And then I think they called out maybe like seven people or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but usually call it about five, to seven people, depending on like how many good physiques are up there. So, you know, they called my my my, my uh, number out last. And I'm thinking to myself like, man, you know, it's all good. You know, I know I did what I needed to do. I gave my best. I'm gonna leave here feeling good if I don't get in the first call outs. So boom, they called my number, get on stage, man, killing it. Put me in the center. And at that time I felt a little nervous. Like I couldn't believe all this accumulation of all this time, all these years, all this blood, sweat and tears. You know what I'm saying? Overcoming my doubts, you know, failing, making mistakes. You know what I'm saying? People looking at me crazy, thinking I'm like, have like this lofty goal that's not possible. Putting too much time and effort in something that doesn't, you know, bring any kind of monetary gain. 
It's all these things. And, um, you know, even the self-doubt within my own self outside of other people. And, um, you know, for me to be in the center, it's like, man, here I am. Like, this is the biggest national show in the nation, and I'm in the center. And, um, you know what I'm saying? And then even, even, even to the point, my coach Omar, he, you know, reaches out to me like, man, called me on the phone like, man, you got your pro card. You did this. And, um, you know, it was an amazing experience. So, like, to answer that question, I think I was going to get this pro card, you know, 10 years ago. In some sense, you know, my spirit did because, man, the kind of actions that I was taking when it came to the circumstances that I was in, you know, barely any money. You know what I'm saying? Working out. And I got like a, you know, two year old son, no family in my city. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of money to, you know, be able to even go to a show. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like and um, the circumstances that I've been through in my life in the past, everything was stacked against me not to for me to just quit, to not try. But it was something deep inside of me that pushed me to move towards something that I had no clue how I was going to get there. And from that space, man, all of the resources, all of the people, all of the circumstances happened and got in alignment and conspired for me to be able to get to this place that I am today. So all, all it takes is, man, just faith of a mustard seed. And from there, man, you know, a little bitty seed can grow into a huge tree that bears fruit. And, you know, I'm a testament to that. So, like, if there's something that you see in your mind that you're passionate about, just start moving towards it. Open your heart up to the possibilities. Be vulnerable. Don't worry about how people perceive you and move towards it. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, one of my uh, greatest mentors, uh, motivational speakers, uh, Les Brown, you don't have to, you know, know that you can do it for sure. All you got to do is believe that it's possible. And just, uh, just that it's possible that you can, you can reach your goals. It's possible that, that you can, you know, overcome those challenges and become the person that you don't even know how it can become. But you just got to believe that it's possible. And from that space, it's amazing what can happen. So hope that answered your question. And there we go. All right, so we'll go to the next question. Um, uh, do you eat for a particular workout? Um, you know, when it comes to a particular workout, just think that's a great question. And it's you know, really relative to a lot of different variables. You know, uh, if you're looking to, like, gain weight and build muscle, you know what I'm saying? You need to make sure that you're in a caloric surplus. And, um, you know, that you're being able to, you know, take in more food that you burn than you burn. You want to make sure you got some good carbs to be able to some fast digesting carbs to help you get some energy through that workout. Um, you know, those are going to be some some key things to, you know, help you be able to, you know, maximize that training. You want to make sure that you're getting good fluids and, you know, um, your body's in an optimal state to be able to train, you know, the best that it can. But then from there, let's just say, you know, a person's looking to, you know, get into a depleted state. Um, you know, maybe that day you, you may, you know, have like not a lot of carbs or like, you know, just a small amount of carbs before your workout. But throughout that day, you know, uh, calories are really low and just protein is the main macronutrient that you're consuming. Um, or, or, you know, you may be an endurance athlete and you're looking to, you know, really carb load so then you can really maximize your training. If you have a long spout of training, let's just say you got strength training and you're doing some kind of like you're swimming or running or something of that nature as well. And you need those extra, that extra energy to be able to get through the workout. So it all just depends on what your goals are and uh, what you're trying to achieve, whether that's fat loss, whether that's, you know, gaining muscle um, or, you know, you're trying to increase your endurance. And then from there, it's just all about the timing of when you eat. And then more than anything, it's about what you eat on a cumulative level throughout that day. That's going to have the biggest, you know, effect, you know, on, you know, what you're trying to do when it comes to your goals. All right. So then our next question uh, is there a way to know the strength of my tendons currently? 
and and bodies can't reveal this, or is this just no, or is or or is or there is no way to know. Just slow, simple, and mindful movements, and then you know you're strengthening the tendons. So pretty much, a real good way to know that your tendons are not strong is if like you can lift like heavy weight, but then when you lift that heavy weight, your your knees or your shoulders or your elbows are hurting really bad, or like they're sore, or it feels like you know you gotta like put ice on them, and it takes it takes a while for you to be able to recover from you know some kind of like heavy training. So you know that's showing that your your actual muscles are strong, but then you know your uh, your connective tissue, your joints, ligaments, and tendons are not strong enough to be able to handle the load that your muscles can you know produce and be able to you know handle. So if you're training and your joints are hurting then you know that means that your tendons and all that stuff around it are not you know in a place where they are healthy enough to be able to withstand what how strong your body really is and um you know from there you know what i'm saying one of the best things that you can do is start to you know lift lighter but with a larger range of motion and really focus on like getting some good blood flow the way that you train getting the full range of motion and putting some tension on those tendons in a way that will help them get stronger but not too much where you end up hurting them. So like working within your ability of what you can handle and, um, you know, first focusing on like, you know, connective tissue health and then focusing on your strength. And, you know, a lot of people, we just focus on like really get, getting really strong and, um, you know, lifting heavy and, you know, aesthetic purposes of, you know, looking a certain way, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to, you know, aesthetics. And um, so working on those tendons and like, you know, getting that connective tissue together is going to be the key to, you know, making sure that, you know, your body is resilient enough to lift heavy when you do. So I hope that answered that question. And then next question, let's see. If you ever, if you never lived your own life and don't even know what it is that even moves you, what's the first step to learning to, what's the first step to learning this? Um, so I already like actually answered this question. So what I found is, you know, the three P's and that's, you know, finding your passion, your purpose and your profit. And um, so first off, you know, what, what brings you passion? What makes you feel good when it comes to, you know, things that you do, whatever that is. Not, it doesn't even have to be something that's popular. And even for me, you know, this bodybuilding thing, man, like it was something that as a little bitty kid, I uh, made a post about this today, man. Like I wanted to look like Jean-Claude Van Damme. I wanted to be Conan the Barbarian. Like, you know, anybody knows my mom? She used to see me like watching TV as well as the, the Ninja Turtles. I mean, I used to be hyped. I'm talking about like you would have thought I was in this movie the way that I would be fighting like, you know what I'm saying? Simultaneously with what they're doing, like just feeling like enthusiastic. And um, you know what I'm saying? And it was just something that I loved. And I used to think to myself, even as a little bit of kid, I'm like, man, you know, if I do a push, 100 pushups every day, I'm going to have big muscles and I'll, I'm going to be a big, I'm going to be swole. I remember even, you know, when I was like, and I think maybe like, I think it was the third grade, my teacher, Miss Ibsen, we were sitting in like Indian style, you know, sitting on the floor and everybody going around like, you know, we had to answer what, what do we want to be when we grow up? And uh, people, I want to be a policeman. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be in the army. I want to be a doctor. And then, you know, I got up, I'm like, I'm going to have big muscles. And man, she laughed at me because man, I was a skinny little twig. And I remember just like, I, I was being like sensitive. I looked at her like, man, just wait. I can't wait till one day I get big. I was like thinking to myself, man, you over here hating on me, laughing at me when, I, when I'm being serious as hell. And, uh, but uh, so yeah, so I say, man, you know, if you find something that you're passionate about, you know, from there, you know what I'm saying? And your passions may change or you, have, may, you may have multiple passions, but do what, what, 
What does your body tell you? What do you feel when you do something and, and like it gives you joy? Like move towards that and let that guide you. And then from there, man, you get clearer and clearer. And you start to get in tune with, you know, your purpose. And your purpose is something that's rooted, that I, I believe that's something that you, you come on this earth and it's part of like what you're supposed to do to help, you know, humanity grow and develop and learn. And, um, you know, it's rooted towards, you know, like great, great truth, guiding yourself the truth and others to, to that truth and, you know, whatever that is. And, um, and I think purpose is something that can anchor you and can guide your whole life, you know what I'm saying, to like great heights and you can help other people do the same thing. And then from there, you know, then you transition that to being able to make it profitable for yourself and you can like, you know, be sustained and live and uh, make it, you know, something that, you know, you're able to gain abundance from and be able to then give back. So I think, you know, first, you know what I'm saying? Figure out what you're passionate about and just allow that to be your guide. And like, and if it, you, you find out you have all these passions or one moment you want to do this, the next moment you want to do that, just open yourself up to, you know, who you really are. Don't be afraid to let the world see the real you. And, um, you know, I, I found a lot of times, you know, we get, you know, brought up in certain environments, whether that's, you know, our family, whether that's the culture that we live in. And there are things that we get, that get pushed on us that we have to, you know, take in as truth and we suppress our own truth. And um, so sometimes you got to learn how to let go of that programming, those things that got put upon you that are not in alignment with who you really are. And a lot of times that takes courage because if, you know, if it's your family or if it's like groups of people that you're around, you don't want to look stupid. You don't want to go against the grain. And, you know, sometimes it's easier to, you know, just swallow and go along with what, what the group is doing. But that's not actually in alignment with your truth and alignment with who you really are. And, you know, some people go to the grave, not ever letting the world see them for who they really are. And um, so you got to be able to overcome that hurdle and get back in tune because, you know, something I can say is if you can learn and practice being something that you're not, you know what I'm saying? And be able to do it in a sufficient way where you kind of, you know, maintaining. Imagine if you relearn who you really are. You get in tune with yourself. You are unstoppable. If you can learn to be something you ain't, like what can you do if you actually start being yourself and stop being afraid to, you know, say yes when it really means yes and say no when it really means no and move and shake in this world in the way that feels good to you. And, you know, what I'm saying, imagine if you learn how to do that from a confident place. You know, what can you really achieve? You know, like nobody's going to be able to do it like you do it. And, you know, what I'm saying that you're going to be witty. Your time is going to be on point. You know, what I'm saying people are going to be attracted to that kind of energy when you're really yourself. And let's just say on this earth we live in, live on. If you only got a thousand people who really, 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 really rock with you. Let's just say that's the case. Not super good with math, but let's just say you get a thousand people to pay you a hundred dollars a month. You're making a hundred thousand and they could be the rest of the billion, seven billion people on earth. Can not even care, but you got these thousand people who rock with you hardcore all the way, all the way in. You're making a hundred thousand a month. So, you know, the time period that we live in, man, you can find your tribe. You just got to put your energy out there. If you are showing something to the world that's not actually in alignment with who you really are, you know what I'm saying? Nobody can ever know. It's almost kind of like I think to myself, like, let's just say like a radio station. And you love country music, let's just say. And country music is 107.5. But then you over here because everybody that you're around, you know, listen to hip hop. So you resonate into 98.6. And, you know, so the kind of things you're attracting to yourself is not in alignment with who you are. You got to let that vibration of who you truly are be seen. And just because everybody listening to hip hop around you, but you like country, start projecting that country, country music energy. You know what I'm saying? Don't break my heart. 
My head can't break it. All right. <laughs> That's the only song, country song I know. But you got to put it out there, man. Let it be seen. Let it be felt. And then you find your tribe of people who are in alignment with what you're doing. Or you find those people who can help you ascend to higher levels. You find those people who need your energy. You know what I'm saying? They need your expertise. The things and experiences that you've been through, your unique experiences is exactly what they need to hear, what they need to understand. And what I found is, you know, when it comes to expert, all the expert is is somebody that's three to 10 steps ahead of you, that you're three to 10 steps ahead of. So, you know what I'm saying? If you're three to 10 steps ahead of somebody, you can help them. You can help, you can, you can be of value to them. And then you keep growing, you keep getting better. And like I said, man, you start finding your purpose and you start finding your profit. So um, I think that if you don't, you know, you haven't lived your own life, you got to start living your own life. And you know what I'm saying? And you got to, and that takes courage to be true to your real self. And like, you know, something else I can say and that I don't, that I don't even take from a personal level is that, you know, when people have seen, seen you in a particular kind of way for years and years and years and years, especially your friends and people you grew up with, you know, when you start changing, they're like, man, who do you think you are? Like, what are you talking about? Like, are you going to fall off? You ain't going to stick with it. So they don't really have a lot of belief because, man, they're not, they don't, they don't have a lot of experience with you being a certain kind of way. And like, at the same time, too, it's not even from a space of like somebody hating on you, really. It's more so, you know, people who you're close to, if they see you start to rise or do something that's out of alignment of the group think mentality, it kind of can trigger them and the fact that they're not moving towards where they want to be. And so it's not so much that the pain that they are expressing is about you, it's more so about them. And like, so it's easier for you to, for, for somebody to keep you where you are by like pulling you down then to, you know, when you rise, it makes them feel like they're descending. So, you know, you got to work through that. And, you know, what I found, that's part of, that's part of the edification of your soul. That's part of your growth is, you know, feeling that tension, feeling that resistance and you become stronger. So then when you get to higher heights, you're ready for it. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to buckle when that pressure comes. You're actually experienced and ready to do it, ready to be that person that you're meant to be. So, you know, you got to take the good and the bad, realizing that it's, you know, has a purpose. And, um, you know, sometimes maybe, maybe people are not, you know, supporting you. That's okay. Um, you know, just keep moving towards the path that you know is best for you. And if you stay with that and stay consistent, man, the right things will happen with the right results. So that's what I would say with that. And then, um, so that's pretty much it with the questions. And then, you know, something that I wanted to talk about today in reference to fitness and, you know, overall wellness is um, I think to myself, you know, I came up with this little saying, you know, you need to you want to train like an athlete and live like a boss. And what I mean by that, so train like an athlete and live like a boss. And, you know, a lot of us, you know, whether it's, you know, you used to run around and racing, you know, with your shoes off in the grass or, you know, you in the swimming pool, you know, racing with your friends. Or you on a, you know, you playing basketball, you know what I'm saying, on the, on, on, the, on the community basketball court. You know, when we were younger, man, all of us had like an intensity, a desire, a drive towards about us, about what we were doing. Right? Even if you're playing freeze tag, you wanted to, you wanted to be, you know, get to the, to the base and you, without being it. And, um, or if you play sports in high school all the way up into college, you know, when we had, when we had that intention, like a direct focus of what we wanted to do, we were intentional about what we were doing. Because we wanted to, you know, get that scholarship or, you know, be able to be on a starting team or make the team, whatever, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Whatever sports you were doing, whatever endeavor you were doing, like you had like a direct focus 
about what's your why. It wasn't like you just come into practice is just, you know, going through the motions. If it was something that you really were true about, you over here putting, giving blood, sweat and tears and giving everything you got to, you know, reach these goals. And, you know, we're so young, you know, you know, we, we don't have bills and stuff like that when we were younger or if you're in college, you live in like a different kind of life. And like you're really going for your dreams and thinking like maybe you can make it to the NBA or MLB or, you know, say the NBA or whatever it is. You know, just like I said, you want to get that scholarship. And I found that many times when that when we don't reach those goals, we can become older. We just become have no focus, no intention anymore. And then we get, you know, just degenerate within our bodies. And, you know, we don't ever actualize our truest level of what's inside of us. And, um, you know, from that space. You know what I'm saying? You kind of start to kind of like it's a part of you that just dies. And then you think to yourself, like, you're too old. Bones is creaking. You know what I'm saying? Got extra weight. And you just hear people because they're in their 30s or their 40s. Oh, I can't get on that level no more because everybody else being like that. And people in America just living that kind of lifestyle. So everybody think that it's just normal. And then we get into a, a mindset of like, that's just what it is. That's just the way it is. Ain't nothing I can do about it. And then you lose that edge that you had when you were a kid. When you were younger, when you had that enthusiasm, that belief that anything is possible, you know, maybe you were naive, but man, you were living in that space. And, you know, we get older, we got all this wisdom, resources and things of that nature. And then we don't ever allow ourselves to be intentional about moving anymore. And, um, you know, I almost got trapped up in that from, you know, all this time period, racing, running into sports, doing all this stuff. And, um, and then, you know, running track and I'm talking about like focus, but, you know, had a lot of setbacks, got injured and, you know, didn't reach my fullest potential. And then, you know, got into a sedentary lifestyle. And from that space, got crazy out of shape. You know what I'm saying? Like just drinking, eating and chilling. You know what I'm saying? And before you know it, I'm like the gain like about 40 pounds of body fat, lost about 10, 15 pounds of muscle. And I remember saying to myself, man, I'm better than this. I remember just thinking like, man, all right, I'm 180. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to let myself get to 190. I'm 190. I ain't going to let myself get to 200. And one day I stepped on the step. I'm like two, almost 210 pounds. And I remember just saying, man, I got to change this, man. Like, I got to make a decision and be better. So I got intentional. Even though I ran track and field, played sports all this time, I really didn't know, you know, the process of, you know, eating right and training to, you know, make my body, you know, you know, you know, fit. I just was younger, just run you know, train hard and, you know, eat what I wanted, had a fast metabolism. So even myself, I didn't really know how to get there like that. But, you know, I opened myself up to it little by little, gained the knowledge. And, you know, here I am today. And um, I just want to say that, man, like you can take yourself to another level. You don't have to have a back that hurts all the time. You don't have to have knees that are, you know, that you have anxiety about walking down the steps. You don't have to have all these different ailments that, you know, prevent you from being able to live your life and feel good about yourself. You don't have to, you know, carry around that extra weight if that's not what you want. There's a solution to it, but you got to be intentional. And even people that just, you know, train and I mean, they just work out at the gym, don't really, it's just whatever. Two years later, they're the same, but they really in their hearts and their minds and their mind and their hearts and their minds, they want to, they want to take it to a different level. You just got to be intentional. You got to get clear about who you want to be and you got to open yourself up to something that's better. And that's the way that athletes operate. Athletes, they got a goal, they got an objective, and they're doing what it takes to get there. And 
with us people that are in their older age in their thirties or you're, you're not, you're not trying to make it to, to the, to the top anymore like that, but you can be like that for life. You can say to yourself, I'm going to be intentional about my health, the way I feel, the things that I eat, the way I move. I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to come up with a goal that's outside of where I am today and like get to that space. Whether that's, you know, getting a six pack, getting your belly, you know, a little bit leaner or, you know, one, you want to get your booty bigger or, or you have like health goals that you want to achieve. You want to feel better, be intentional about it. And then from there, you're able to live like a boss because, man, when your mind is strong, when your body is strong, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing that can stop you. You're at a different level than the average person. When you're looking good, you're feeling good, you're confident, you can be on boss mode. You're taking responsibility for your life. You're not making any excuses. And you know what I'm saying? And it changes your life. It changes how people perceive you. It changes how you perceive yourself. And so this ain't just about aesthetics. It's about you being intentional about being the best that you can be and putting, you know, putting that into your hands. And doing something about it, opening yourself up, whether that's, you know, getting a coach, whether that's doing research, whether that's investing in yourself. Man, this is your physical body and this is where your, your heart, your mind and your spirit is housed. So, you know, you take care of it. And you know what I'm saying? And from there, you know what I'm saying? The mind follows the body and the body follows the mind. But you got to be you got to be clear about where you're trying to go. So that's that. So, like I said, train like an athlete and live like a boss. All right, guys. Appreciate everybody that was on here and listen. As I always say, remember what the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. All right, peace, y'all. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you're leaving with some great things that can help you with your fitness and nutrition goals. Now go out there and make it happen. Remember what the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Until next time.